You're listening to Bad Trip, the true crime and other weird shit podcast where two sisters take you on a wild ride through some of the world's most fucked up places. Each episode, we journey to a new location and explore its sordid past, creepiest urban legends, and landmarks you won't find in the guidebooks. So buckle up, because it's about to be a bad trip. We interrupt this program because the civil authorities have issued a contagious disease warning. Now we're one. Where is your emergency? The U.S. Navy has finally acknowledged that videos appearing to show UFOs flying through the air are real. Initially, many thought the pops they heard were fireworks associated with the show, but soon it became obvious that this was an attack. Hello. What's up, guys? Welcome to our wackiest headlines of New York. We read every headline from New York and picked the wackiest ones. Every headline ever. Yeah, so just like don't even bother looking up other ones. Yeah, these are the best. The wackiest. Wackiest. I'm Shauna. I'm Taylor. And like we said, we're back in New York this time around. It's our final New York. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Next time. We haven't even talked about where we're going next time. It's a surprise, bitches, for all of us. Yeah, maybe we'll start some a new part of the country. What? I'm like, uh, What do you think about that? Should we go to the West Coast? Yeah, we can do it. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the leap. All right, we're going to go to the West Coast next time. Let's start with um, top left, Oregon, Washington. One of those. Idaho. Ida Pimp. Washington, I think. Dad used to make that joke all the time. Oh, my God. So where, silly. He'd be like, where do potatoes come from? And I'd be like, Idaho. And he'd be like, Ida Pimp. Oh, my God, Dad. <laughs> I think I had that as my um my MySpace location once. No. Remember it was a thing to have your MySpace location be funny, like where you're located. So people would do like, you could do you to pimp comma Idaho. Oh. Um, or people would just do like, I can't think of any other examples, but there were a lot that people would just do and it was supposed to be hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So um, anyway. Anyways. What are we talking about? <laughs> Hi, headlines. <laughs> we can just jump right into it today. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to start us out. Yes. Oh, I guess disclaimer. Mm, sure. I'll do it quickly. Um, So normally we talk about a lot of true crime stuff and we take it pretty lightly and make jokes and we're going to swear a lot. This episode's a little less true crimey because it's funny headlines, but we're still going to act like idiots. So if you're not cool with that, that's fine. But this isn't for you. And we're not cool with you. If you're not cool with us, you can get out. Talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Want a cookie? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start this off. All right. This headline is man throws cinder block through Manhattan lingerie store window smashes obama mannequin no yeah wait obama mannequin in a lingerie shop just you wait okay this article comes from abc7 eyewitness news in new york city abc7 eyewitness news this is shauna speaking wait that's not how they do it it sounds like i answered the phone this is shauna speaking (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, all right so in the in i wrote in the january (laughs) in the january (laughs) In January of 2019, at around 8 p.m. on a Saturday night, pedestrians and shoppers in Harlem were startled by a loud noise coming from the front of Romantic Depot, 
a lingerie shop on Broadway. And when I say lingerie shop, that's just code for sex shop. Oh, okay. Like they sell lingerie, but that's not what it is. I was thinking like a boutique. No, they call it that as like, you know. Also Romantic Depot. Yeah, it's a chain in New York and maybe New Jersey. I'm trying to go there as soon as I can. <laughs> I should have made that one of my pit stops. You should have. So the storefront of Romantic Depot featured 18 mannequins, some of which looked like celebrities and public figures, including Donald Trump. And then there was Barack Obama dressed as Santa Claus. Holy shit. Madame Tussauds lingerie style. Uh-huh. 100%. Wait, Obama, Santa Claus. That is amazing. Uh, would you like to see him? Oh, yeah. All right. He's already damaged in this picture. Just FYI. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you need to look at our photos at Bad Trip Pod on Instagram or the lovely website Shauna has designed, badtrippod.com, and look at our episode guide for this episode. Oh, so that's just the storefront. I took that off Google Street View. Guys, the the font of just like... <laughs> it looks like Candyland or something. I was also thinking it looks like blown up like balloons. Oh, it does, yeah. It's like glitter and stars. It's kind of amazing. All right. Wow. Okay, that is a <laughs> that's a young dashing sprinkle of feminine on there, Obama. Yeah, that's like a young zaddy Obama. Yeah. Wow. Those abs though is correct. He's ripped. He's got an eight pack. Also, he's I don't know. It just is throwing me off. It's like you look at it and you're like, oh, that looks like Obama, but then you look it at it and you're doesn't. like, no, it doesn't. If you look at each feature individually, it looks nothing like Obama. But if you like zoom out, you're like, I see it. Yeah, I would. If someone was like, this is an Obama thing, I'd be like, not perfect. But like, I got it. Yeah, he has some eyeshadow on, I think. Yeah. And like there's looking at his just mouth. That is a different person. I don't know why. It's like the lip lines or whatever. To me, that's the part that's most Obama like. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an Obama expert. What? You lost your degree? I guess so. Yeah. They actually it turned out to be a fake university. Oh, my God. Well, you we have to give the locket back. Oh, damn. You're right. Damn. OK. Anyways, this is kind of great. So he doesn't have a body or arms right now. Like yeah. under his torso is gone. It is gone. Um, um, oh, I also just wanted to know just a fun fact. If you will look in the background of the of the picture of his abs, you'll see a little a little thing of mug shots just barely in the corner. They have when you walk in the store there. They have a wall of shame of people who have shoplifted and it's the ugliest and weirdest looking people who have stolen from them. I love everything about that. It's so funny. There was a store, a couple places in Statesboro that had the walls of shame like that. Damn. It was so good. Like a store called Cheeky that was like a, you know, boutique, like they had bras and shit, but then they also had like swimsuits and dresses and like that sorority stuff. They had a wall of shame that they would get screen grabs of their security cameras of the people actually like walking out stealing oh that's savage and they would put him up and be like if you come in here like you're fucked or, you know it didn't say that but yeah i loved looking at it to see if i knew anyone from class or anything did you ever see anyone i don't think so no i mean i would remember if i did so no i didn't yeah but. okay all right so back to obama oh yeah back to obama's torso all right so according to the manager of the store kareen kareen Liu, she initially thought that one of the mannequins had tipped over and shattered in the front window because she heard a big crash but she was like, mm, I don't know. I don't think a falling mannequin would, would break through the window. It's thick glass, you yeah. know? So she and her employees ran outside to find that a cinder block had been thrown through the front display window of the store, and the Obama mannequin was lying damaged on the ground. What? Yeah, so nearby they spotted 41-year-old Ruel Altanaga 
pacing anxiously and looking suspicious AF. Mm, I wonder who it was. I wonder. Rowell was promptly arrested, and it wasn't the first time. He had five prior arrests in recent years for damaging property, trespassing, resisting arrest, and the worst one, stalking. Ooh, why does he, like, damage everyone's property? Well, unfortunately, he was dealing with homelessness and mental illness, so he wasn't in the best state. He was telling everyone that Barack Obama was telling him something, and he didn't want to be talked to that way because he didn't like Obama. Oh, that's like sad. It is sad, but the story was just so great. I had to yeah, I mean, the story's awesome. It's like, I thought my Obama mannequin smashed through the front. He was trying to get out. <laughs> he was like, let me out of here. I think he liked it there. I think they were kind to him. Yeah, he looks okay. He looks pleased. <laughs> so there's also surveillance footage you can see of all of this going down. And I will include that in this week's episode guide on our website. Ooh, I can't wait to see that. Okay. Yeah, it's not like overly dramatic but it it is just kind of interesting to watch it happen yeah also it includes like then there's like a little interview with the store manager so if you want to meet her you know i'm gonna meet her friends i'm gonna meet her hey girl all right well uh that's that for this headline i love that and that was in manhattan yeah so harlem it's wild tell me your first one okay (laughs) i was so demanding i was like tell me tell me your first one now all right so my first headline in new york Kayaker says he was attacked by beaver. This was in June of 2014. Okay. On June 10th, 2014, Michael Kavanaugh had a relaxing day ahead of him. He was enjoying his time kayaking on Irondequoit Creek in Monroe County, which is in upstate New York. Unfortunately, his day was ruined when an angry beaver attacked him and knocked him into the water. I'm sorry, is he on Cartoon Network? (laughs) he might as well be remember that show the angry beavers yeah beavers get angry i literally read that they get angry if they feel like you're like encroaching on their children or if they have rabies i mean fair enough i would get angry if you were encroaching on my children or if i had rabies same and i get angry about a lot of other shit too so beavers are really kind of chill yeah nate reynolds who runs the bay creek paddling center heard kavanaugh's cries for help and ended up witnessing the whole incident Reynolds saw Kavanaugh get pulled into the water and struggle his way to the dock, but the beaver still wouldn't unhinge his jaw. How big are beavers? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they can get... Will you Google it for me? Yeah, I gotta know. Okay. Look up, like, average beaver size. I feel like I might come up with some weird porn. In New York. (laughs) Bookmark it. (laughs) Oh, the beaver is New York State's official mammal. Ooh. It is. Oh, they can weigh between 26 and 65 pounds. Holy cow. So that is big. Holy beaver. 65 pounds. If it was a 65 pound beaver, oh man. That's like a child. And they're 25 to 35 inches long. So they're like three feet long, potentially. Plus a tail? Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, the beaver still wouldn't unhinge his jaw. And Reynolds said, quote, it was like watching a horror film. To help, Reynolds ran down there and began beating the beaver with his paddle. So it finally let go when he whacked it so hard that the paddle broke. (gasps) Poor beaver. Oh, poor beaver. I mean, yeah, but also like, bruh. So he said it disappeared into the water and then seconds later it was back. He had a thirst for more human flesh. Oh my God. Okay, this guy's got to have rabies. (laughs) I know. Well, I guess we don't know for sure if the beaver has rabies. So, oh, that's what I meant. The guy was the beaver in that scenario. I thought you meant the guy, like, (laughs) no, I'm like, this beaver, this guy, (laughs) this guy, this beaver. Okay, I see. I'm just looking at a picture of a beaver right now, and he, I'm just like, he looks so friendly. Show me. Oh, wait, look at this. 
I think this might be a beaver skeleton. We'll post a picture of a big beaver. Ooh, it's like a dinosaur. Okay, we're going to post the beaver skeleton too because that's gnarly. Yeah, okay. Um, Let me see. Okay, it's fucking cute. Yeah, it's adorable. Oh. Kind of looks like Falcor. Oh. Okay, so we're going to post the beaver skeleton and the cute beaver. Reynolds eventually had to kill the wild beaver to stop the attack. Like, it wasn't giving up, so he had to kill it. By beating it with a paddle? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. gruesome. It's gruesome. And the paddling center was closed until animal control was able to take care of its carcass. I'm like, if you kill it, you can take care of its carcass, bro. No, because it might have had crazy rabies. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. So Kavanaugh, on the other hand, was taken to a local hospital and treated for deep puncture wounds on his arm and bite wounds on his back. And he was given a rabies booster and was doing well after the attack, like as well as you can be. That is traumatizing. Yeah. So I'm going to show you a picture of him in the hospital and then I'm going to read you a final quote from him. Okay. Oh, he's older than I thought. Yeah. He was just like enjoying the day kayaking by himself. Oh, man. I know. He looks so sad. Well, yeah. So here's this quote. In general, I feel like you do after having surgery. My body is focusing on healing the wounds. I've slept quite a bit. Though the event was scary, I haven't felt much in the way of traumatic emotional reactions, which I'm thankful for. As a matter of fact, I feel a lot of gratitude to God. First, that my injuries were not worse. Second, that the beaver did not attack a fellow kayaker, Terry, who would have been severely hurt as she was a great distance from the dock. And third, that I was surrounded by so many helpful people. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so like he so had like a positive outlook about it. He, you know, shit happens. Okay, that I, I feel good about that because his face looks really sad in that picture. I know, I mean, and I'm sure it is. And he just like watched a beaver get murdered. I'm yeah. sure even if it's attacking you, that's not fun. It's still not pleasant it's, to see. And I'm sure it will be traumatizing eventually. Yeah. I'm traumatized from reading it. Yeah, it's messed up. Okay. So, well. yeah. And they, um, I didn't really include this, but they tested a beaver for rabies, but I didn't say anything about a test and I didn't like look further because it was dead anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I want to hear now your second headline. These headlines really are whack. Well, yeah. They're the wackiest headlines in the whole state and the whole history of the world. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot how important they were to history. If you find one that's even more wacky, then leave it as a review, a five-star review on iTunes. That would be so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please do it. Prove us wrong by giving us a five-star review. But, yeah, it should be five stars. Like, please. Please. And also, by the way, we're very grateful to everyone who has rated and reviewed us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, people who just, like, text us and say, like, you'll see an episode is very sweet. And we really appreciate you. We appreciate it. And tell your friends. All right, so my second headline is Wife returned after having fine funeral Huh So it's a little ambiguous Uh Uh-huh But let's get into it I have thoughts swimming in my head So this story takes place all the way back in 1906 And it was reported by the New York Times Okay Ignacio and Angelico Valente were a married couple living in Manhattan with their two-year-old daughter One winter day, Ignacio got pissed at his wife, Angelico, for cooking macaroni wrong. How dare her? I know. How very dare her. A woman has one job, and it's to cook macaroni. And she fucks up her one job? Her macaroni. Her macaroni. So she stormed out of the house and told him she would rather die than ever return. When she actually didn't come back for a while, he went looking for her and reported her as a missing person. 
And three days after her disappearance, he was notified that a body fitting his wife's description had been recovered and he was asked to make an identification. What? Yeah. He murdered her. Well, when he arrived at the morgue, the woman he saw did not look like his wife, but she was wearing clothes that his wife owned. So he told the mortician that this couldn't possibly be his wife because his wife was not this attractive. (gasps) It said this in the New York Times. This is savage. I know. Wow. It's Uh, one thing for him to say. It's another for them to freaking report on. I know. Which means like he must have told them, I guess. Yeah. So the man supposedly responded, death beautifies them all, which is creepy as hell. Oh, really? I was thinking like it probably does. Oh, I was just thinking he's definitely fucking those corpses. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, it probably does make people beautiful because they finally shut the fuck up (laughs) and like are just them as people. Oh, man. So Ignacio took his word for it. He's like, he's a professional, I guess, and started planning his wife's funeral. She'd wanted to be buried in her wedding dress. So that's exactly what he did. And in total, the funeral cost him $100, which is the equivalent of over $2,800 today. Wow. Yeah. This isn't my wife, but I'm going to take your word for it because... I mean, they're all more beautiful when they're dead. And she was wearing the same clothes, so... This is a ploy. What's happening? So then something really crazy happened. After he buried his wife, he was shocked when he came home to find his wife there. Oh, okay. I'm not that shocked. Searching the house for her wedding dress. She Hmm. had read in the paper that she was being buried and was having a funeral and ran home. Where was she and who was the woman and how did she get her clothes? It's not clear where she was, but she was taking some time to herself, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm guessing just a lot of people wore the same clothes back then. So it just happened to be like the same outfit. I don't know. So she was livid that he got rid of her wedding dress. Oh, my gosh. And so he promised to buy her a new one. And then he ended up suing New York City for $250 to cover the cost of the funeral, the dress and his mental distress. Yeah, as he should. (laughs) Um, As of this article, the real identity of the dead woman was still unknown. And I couldn't find anything else after that. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that insane? I almost kind of wonder if like he was like, okay, this is not my wife, but I don't really like my wife that much. So we're just going to pretend. Oh, my gosh. I also wonder now I'm like, was that woman? Because if she was buried as his wife, does she have a tombstone? Does she have a a marker that says her name on it? Like what, what did they unbury her? Right. Then they give her an unmarked grave. Like what happened? I don't know. And then she's not available for anyone else to identify. So like. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, now I kind of want to look up this family. Obviously, we don't know who that woman is, but this couple, I want to look up on Ancestry and see if I can find any info. Oh, dog, let's do some deep digging. And if we find it, we'll do like a little bonus app. Yeah, we probably won't find anything. Don't get excited. Don't get too excited, but we might. (laughs) So I couldn't find any pictures for this one since obviously it's 1906. But I did find a couple photos of wedding dresses from the early 1900s just so we can imagine what that might have looked like. I'm all about that. Okay. Photo time. Ooh, are these the girl from my story? Are these Maria? I know. They both kind of look like Maria and they're both different ladies. Wow. But yeah, so, you know, I don't know how much money this family had, but these dresses are pretty elaborate and they look, you know, they're like long sleeve and they're, you can tell they're heavy, but they're not like poofy, but you know, it's like thick. Lots of lace. It's just very intricate. Again, kind of like, like the lady in your story, Maria, right? Yeah, Maria. How her outfit just looked fancy. Like, these dresses look fancy. Yeah, in our um, detour two weeks ago, we talked about Maria. And, you know, if you saw those pictures, they have the same vibes. They do. And if you didn't see them, just go, like, two over on our Instagram and you can. Yeah. 
So that's that for that story. I always end them like that. That's that for that story. That's that for that. I like it though. You know, it wraps it all up and yeah. puts a little bow on it. I don't it. try. I'm not like making it a thing, but it just comes out of my mouth every time. I know there's like things I feel like that we say a lot that I'm never trying to have a thing, but I probably do. Yeah. I'm like, I promise you I'm not trying to have a catchphrase. <laughs> And that's shaking, baby, or like something. Oh my god! It makes me think of in um in Big Brother when Rachel kept saying like my man, like oh no one gets between me and my man. It's so disgusting. She tried to make it a catchphrase on the reality show Big Brother, and we were like, "This is so dumb. This is not going to stick." And then it became a thing that everyone would say. It's so awful. But they were like making fun of her, but still they said it. So exactly. Damn. Oh, my God. Those lights all have burns in them. Zoinks. We're going to have to unplug those lights. Yeah, no wonder that they're not working. I was like, why don't these work? It's because they're literally fried from the inside out. Okay, I have one more headline for us. All right, lay it on me. I'm going to lay it on thick, like cream cheese and locks. <laughs> That's very New York of you. Is it? Yeah. Nice. They love bagels with cream cheese and locks and, you know, you know those New Yorkers and their bagels. You know those New Yorkers? Oh, no, I want bagels. Okay, this one just took my breath away. But also, men. Okay. All right. I'm prepared. Brandon Scott Wolf creates dating website for himself only. February 15th, 2015. So look, we all know that finding love can be difficult. Amen. Do you meet someone in real life the natural way? Or do you hop on one of the gajillion dating apps and just kind of hope for the best? Which is now really the natural way. Yeah, because you can't go out anymore, so cross your fingers for no unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> I mean, that's bound to happen. Yeah, but cross your fingers. Well, Brandon Scott Wolf didn't really want to do any of the traditional options because in those cases, the odds weren't in his favor. That's true. He's just one of many boring men. Yeah, exactly. But not so boring, it turns out, because his solution was to create a dating site where he is the only dating option. It was called DateBrandonScottWolf.com, and the link is in the show notes. It's still up on the internet? I went to it today at work. Oh, yeah. Did you apply? I sent in a full application. Nice. (laughs) So the website claims to be America's number one online dating site for Brandon Scott Wolf. He's not wrong. And here's a screenshot of just like the front page when you go to the website. Oh my goodness. It says meet local single in your area. I literally have that in my notes next with the word single bolded. I love that so much. Oh my God, look at the logo. It's a heart, but it's like, it's with his facial hair on it. I did not know what that was. Yeah, it's a heart as if it's a head. That's incredible. It's a heart as if it's a head. That was deep, man. It was deep, man. Oh, Oh my God. So yeah, there's... It's like a very elementary looking website. Like he didn't do a great job. Not saying I'm a web designer, but he didn't. And there's a video and he looks really eager. He looks like he's about to jump. Yes. There are tabs. There's a home tab, about tab, Brandon's profile and sign up exclamation point. (laughs) All right. So I got this article from HuffPost, weird headlines. And this is just like I pulled this just from them because it just kind of said it in a perfect way. Women interested in dating the 25-year-old Brooklyn-based bartender and comedian simply need to fill out a profile and write an essay between 500 and 1,000 words about an accomplishment or event, formal or informal, that marked your transition from childhood to adulthood within your culture, community, or family. In return, 
Wolf promises to be the perfect partner for a woman seeking a serious relationship, which he defines as, quote, being able to lay on the couch together while wearing pajamas and watching Bob's Burgers. LOL. LOL. Yeah, so hilarious. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Brandon's profile? Yeah, he looks like a different person in this picture, and he looks he looks like Daniel Brower. Just so you know, this actually is a full slideshow. I just happened to screen grab it at this moment. I like, I'm looking at the picture and I just see Daniel Brower. That's funny. Okay, anyway. Um... So, yeah, it just lists out his information, his height, weight, his body type, which is fine slash normal. <laughs> First thing people notice about me, I'm a guy. Yeah, accurate. That's why he couldn't be on the dating profile, because they're all guys. You're screwed. Um, And his typical Friday night is hanging out. So I really like that about him. I think that's original. Wait, like 175. I like the like there because you're like, eh, it ranges depending on what I ate that week. Yeah. And what he's looking for in a relationship is someone to date. He doesn't even specify that he is looking for a woman. So I think men could probably apply too. It is so funny. That's true. So Wolf told Elite Daily, half seem real, a quarter seem very real. And he told Mashable, there's a part of me that's hoping someone is going to get this 100% and won't catfish me. And then I'll ask them out on a date. So I don't know if he's found love yet. But if you haven't, Brandon, I hope you do. Call me. No, you need to apply. Um, No, this is like a situation where Brandon can apply to me. Okay, well, how is he going to find out? Brandon, if you're listening or anyone that knows. If you Google your name and happen to find this. Brandon Scott Wolf, marry my sister. Yeah. (laughs) I'm selling her off to you because she's an old spinster. Yeah, like in our last detour episode a couple weeks ago, you're going to pay $6,000 for me. Yes, about $6,000. Yeah. (laughs) Could be more, could be less. I'll take a little less. This is... <laughs> I'll cut a deal for you. <laughs> this is kind of cute. It's like, I'm a little weirded out by it. I think it's cute. I don't think I'd actually apply, but... But I think it's funny. And like, luckily, he's not... He like, you can tell he's a sense of humor. He's like a comedian. He's not some like creepy mouth breather. Totally. It's like, my thing is just, it's like a little douchey. Thousand percent douchey. But not douchey in like a mean way. Just douchey in like a self-important kind of like I think I'm hilarious way which like we have a podcast so we're doing the same thing right like we laugh at ourselves (laughs) I laugh at us when I'm editing yeah um anyway okay I can't believe you didn't follow up and see if he was dating anyone I mean there was nothing on his website about it I wasn't gonna like do extra work it'd be funny if it was like success story and he's married to her now oh damn damn so that would be cool maybe we'll look into that and if we find anything or if anyone ended up with Brandon holla Holla, Mrs. Wolf. <laughs> okay, that's it for our wacky headlines of New York. And that finishes out New York as a freaking state. Wait, before we go, I looked him up. Oh. He's a stand-up comedian and he's like doing well for himself. He writes for Saturday Night Live sometimes. Um, oh my like, God, I read that he used to do skits or stuff based on Saturday Night Live. Oh, cool. So he's been like featured in a lot of stuff he's not super famous but he's he's made his rounds and he's done a little bit at a lot of things but like all i care about is his dating life i just thought it was cool that it was snl because you love snl no no no. i think that's dope but i need to know if if he fucking well um he was on ellen so maybe he fucked ellen i doubt he fucked ellen yeah he probably didn't fuck ellen <laughs> oh boy so anyways you didn't find that if he's single 
No, it didn't say on that website, and I don't feel like looking at any more right now. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that's the kind of quality you get here on Bad Trip. It's hot in here, you guys. We record inside a fort, a blanket fort. Yeah, and I had to plug in this new hot candle warmer to get more light in here, and I'm a toasty. Yeah, so that's the only reason I'm not going to do more work. That's the only reason. The only reason. That's why I didn't do more work before. It's because I was also hot when I was researching. Yeah, exactly. I'm always hot. What's my excuse? I'm Mm -hmm. hot. (laughs) Okay, anyways, that's enough. So... Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on this bad trip. <laughs>